Shalom, Dodi. This is Nade Bat El Elyon, and I hope you are having a very good day, and happy Hanukkah. Today is the third day of Hanukkah, and the word Hanukkah in Hebrew means dedication. In the book of Luke, you will see Yeshua celebrating Hanukkah, which is the feast of dedication. So if you're looking for Hanukkah in your Bible, you are not going to see Hanukkah, but you see the feast of dedication. That is one of the feasts, the only feast that actually man instituted and God accepted. The rest of the feasts in the scriptures are all the feast of the Lord. And this is how Hanukkah came about. In the second century, the children of Israel, the children of Judah, were being oppressed very badly by other foreign rules and especially the king at the time, which was ruling at the time, was a Hellenistic king of the Seleucid Empire from the uh, 175, 175 BC until his death in 164 BC. He was the son of King Antiochus III, or the Great. And his name was Antiochus IV Epiphanes. He was horrible beyond measure. He was mean and he was cruel. And he ruled with an iron fist. And he tried to subvert all the things of Torah and all the things that were sacred to the people of God. The Hebrews did not stand a chance if you look at all of the things that he did. But then you see the miracle of God's hand in everything that he did. How God intervened and how the people persevered. And hence we came about to this story of Hanukkah. The Maccabees, especially Judah's Maccabees, was very, very heroic in all of these things. There were a lot of other heroic people. And one story just struck chord with me so strongly. And in this day and age in our society today, I look at the story of Hanukkah. And it's very, very relevant even in today's modern times when we have forces of evil that want to overtake us, that want to shut down the church, that want to tell us what to do and what not to do, that want to tell us how to live and how not to live. And how there are people who are depressed and dying because they just could not take it. This is the story of Antiochus Epiphanes. He was horrible. He forced the people of God to eat abominable things that God has told them in the, book of, in the book of Leviticus, according to Torah, not to eat. All the things that were abominable to God was pleasing to Antiochus. He wanted them to do these things and when they don't do it, he will kill them. When a woman, two women were caught circumcising their uh, had their sons circumcised while they were still breastfeeding he had those women thrown overboard to their deaths in the depths there was a woman with seven sons who were forced to eat pork and when they refused to eat this swine's flesh he killed them and he killed them in the most heinous wicked ways that you cannot even begin to understand 
When they refused to oblige him, he had their members cut off while they were still alive and fried them in hot water and oil. And he killed one son after the other. And in the end, he killed the mother. All because they refused to accept that kind of living. They had all kinds of sexual immorality in the temple. They came into the temple of God. They collected all the silverwares and the gold and everything. They stripped it all out of there. And it was said it was abominable. And they did heinous things. They had sex in this temple. They defiled the temple. They they roasted uh, uh, swine, pork on that on 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 the temple. They did all kinds of abominable things that God Himself. If you read Isaiah sixty six, how He feels about these abominable things, He forced people to do that. And if you refuse and you want to eat whatever you want and you don't want to eat their pork and their foods that were defiling. They kill you. Today, believers will tell you, oh, I can eat anything I want. It's not about eating what you want. In the physical, it's just it's just food. You don't see it. But something happens when you eat these abominable things, when God says it's abominable to him. It kills, it affects, it infects your soul, your spirit. Just like when you eat something deadly, that is, you are, you are allergic to it in the physical. It can affect you immediately and you can die. These things are to our physical, are to the spiritual realm, our spiritual bodies. Like allergic reaction foods is, is to us in our physical bodies. He eventually went on and emboldened himself and, and just killed some more. But... Judas Maccabees was able to train himself with the, with a few men, nine men initially. They went into the hills, into the mountains, and they lived like the animals, and they learned how to take care of themselves. And they prayed, and they asked God for help. And they came back, and they recruited 6,000 men. And these people fought them. They did, they did not take things by, by lightly. They fought and they believed that the Lord would protect them. And these men fought. There were other people who fought against them, but they won. It wasn't easy, but they won. And this is what happened, okay? The Lord said to us in Proverbs 6, 16 to 19, maybe you don't understand what I'm talking about, but he said, there are six things that seven things that the Lord hates. These are the seven things which are also abominations: haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are swift to run into mischief, a false witness who utters lies, and one who spreads strife among brothers. And you see that pride is also right there. Antiochus had all of these qualities or i would say these abominations and he did not spare anybody he didn't spare infants he didn't spare children he didn't spare anyone if you are not going to indulge yourself in their sexual immorality and their lascivious living and their filthy abominable unhealthy living then you are going to die but somehow 
Judas Maccabees, through the power of God, helped them to overcome. And they kicked them out of that place. And when they were able to overcome and they took the temple back, they had to clean the temple. They had to sanctify the temple. They had to multi, they have, they have to literally restore it back to holiness. See, it doesn't matter how bad things have happened in your life. It doesn't matter how bad things have gone wrong. There is still room for sanctification. God sanctifies us and he prepares us and he helps us to get to where we need to get. The church, the building was sanctified. And when it was sanctified, they proceeded to light the menorah, the seven candlesticks. And when they tried to light the menorah, there was only enough oil for one day. But God was so amazing that that oil lasted for eight whole days. And they were able to sanctify that place. And when this happened, they praised God and they rededicated the temple, that is the second temple, to the Lord Most High. It doesn't matter what your life looks like. It doesn't matter what you have been through. It doesn't matter how degraded things are. It doesn't matter how many loss you have had. It doesn't matter how many strife you have had. If you have faith and if you believe and if you stand your ground, the Lord himself, our sanctification, will sanctify you and rededicate you and cause miracles to happen in your life. I pray that this Hanukkah season, as we celebrate those eight days of miracles, of the greatness and the power of our God who can produce an oil that will last for a day, to last for eight whole days without dying, that that God of miracles will meet you and do those miracles for you. I don't know what your miracle is that you are expecting, but I'm believing God that you will receive your miracle today. I love you, Dodi. My name is Nade, but Leon, and my email is nadeni1 at gmail.com N-A-A-D-E-I 1 at gmail.com. Shalom and have a beautiful day.